Hey guys, how are you doing this week? Have you applied something new? Are you improving? That's so important. I hope you just stick with it and don't fall into those old patterns. Uh, try something new. Be uncomfortable so that eventually you can be comfortable. Today we're going to talk about uh, something I'm it's a concept I just kind of came up with this week to try and simplify what I commonly see in organizations that I've worked with as well as organizations I've run. And that is a way to assess the health of each person's workplace. I hope you enjoy it. It's a new concept, so we'll flush it out together. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Hey everyone, I'm uh, I'm going to try a new concept that I just came up with actually yesterday. So uh, bear with me as I try and think through this, but it's related to a struggle I've had for quite a long time. As you probably have seen, I try and oversimplify leadership to the place where you can at least have a visual or some simple way to understand what's really going on in order to reduce the complexity so that you can progress. This is something I've seen when I've consulted with other organizations. I've also seen it in the organizations I've been involved in. What happens is as a leader, you look at all of these variables and it can become completely overwhelming if you don't have a simple framework to work with in an attempt to simplify. Because once you can simplify it enough in a framework that you can almost visualize in your head, then you can uh, get at least to a place where you can take your next logical action step. A lot of people try and lay out more than one step at a time. I don't recommend that because sometimes if you make the right step, the very first step, and it's bang on, you you might adjust your second step because the first one made so much progress that your second one might not need to be in the same way you originally thought out. Although you want to lay out the framework of each step that you need to take to resolve the matter. The most important one is the first step, and that's the only one that you can do at this time. What I've seen and heard with a lot of people is they get into all of those, well, I talked about earlier, you kind of can call it scope creep with a problem. And next thing you know, you're systemizing the whole thing and you're so far down the path, you didn't even take that first step. However, it it doesn't always happen because you're scope creeping it. You're not, you're not turning into a bigger issue. It's just the issue is so complex that you can't come to a logical first step. Um, so what I'm actually trying to describe, and again, I haven't quite figured out uh, what to call this, but it's basically the health of each individual's workspace. I'm not actually talking about the office. I'm talking about the space in which they work in and how that works within the entire framework of the organization. So. Before, I used to kind of think, oh, there's something wrong here or there's something really good here, but I can't understand it. And I would kind of uh, cycle around the concept and never really come to an understanding. So yesterday night, actually, it hit me that 
maybe I was just thinking of it on too complex of a framework. Maybe instead of trying to think of all the psychological parts that are happening in a person's healthy or unhealthy workspace, maybe I could describe it in a way that would actually add a lot of clarity for me. Now, this might not work for you, but it definitely started to help for me. And what that is, is we all work in a way in our own workspace. Now, again, I'm not talking about office, but your workspace is basically your job profile, what your portfolio is. That is your work area. People engage with you as you try and perform your duties in your profile. They also disengage or or work alongside you. They're doing all these things. So people are coming in and out of your workspace. As a boss, it's your job. I always said that was lines in the sand because sometimes somebody could move into your area a little bit. They're not walls and help you with something and then step out. But you still need the lines and some framework so that people can own their jobs. If they don't own their jobs, they definitely don't succeed as well. This is something that I've found a lot more with younger people uh, in general. And, and people say, oh, it's generational. That, that's not, I don't think that's true. Uh, just read articles of the young people of every generation. And, and generally, people are, are striving for more independence and freedom. And that's actually, it's supposed to happen so that you move out and start out on your own. And if people don't move out at the right time in their lives, they're way less likely to do it at later stages. So all those hormones, all that push for independence is great. Although it drives you nuts sometimes, it is great. As a boss with younger people, you want to give them that independence, but you also got to build the framework or, or the, the walls around it so that they don't go and bump into other people or they don't hurt other people as they're stepping into their space trying to help them. Uh, so <clears throat> this framework is something that I've, I've just kind of struggled with because I'm like, well, what's really going on here? Like, how do I describe what's happening here? Now, here it is. Uh, I think instead of looking at people with their job profile, look at their portfolio as a room. And then look at your organizational structure as the doors to that room. If somebody has a clearly defined room, but a nice door to, you know, something else that relates to another workspace that they need to constantly engage with and a nice door to another group of people that they need to work with to be successful or a door that they need to go through to uh, give support to someone else. Each one of those, you have to define what those doorways are. You also have to define, are they going to be big doors or are they going to be little doors? And are they welcoming? Are they one-way doors or are they locked doors? Now, for me, this framework at least allows me to add a little bit of clarity. So if you look at an organizational structure, you could be like, well, this person reports to that. Is that a true report? It, is, the, is it a revolving door? Is it a one-way door? Is it a two-way door? Which I think in most cases you want it to be. Depends, I guess, what kind of organization you're running. But most of the time you want people to be able to go into that person's workspace 
help them or engage with them and then go out? Or is the door locked and it should be open? Do you kind of see the framework? I don't quite know how to describe this, but, um, or I haven't quite labeled this framework, but the concept is basically just assessing each person's portfolio and how people engage with it using that room analogy or maybe a window analogy in some cases, just so you can get some clarity. Now, here's the the warning signs that I think you really need to watch out for. One is a portfolio without any walls. Now, people everywhere will start crossing over with each other too much. To be honest, that's something that uh, I've been working through in the last uh, year and a bit because I have a brand new team all working remotely, all doing different jobs, but they're all new jobs. So we're trying to figure out what each of them are. And I can't, if I sat there and defined all the walls right away, I would create issues. Even if people can't see it, I would make issues worse. However, if I don't make any walls and give any frameworks for each person's job, uh, there's going to be a lot of frustration. And some people work in a workspace with no walls. They will run into someone else's room at any time. And, and, and by doing that, they're basically removing the accountability that comes with their portfolio or other people's portfolios. It's very hard to discipline an issue or even uh, support great work in an issue when everybody owns it. So the walls and the doors are your ability to manage uh, how their workflow is going and give them support when they need it and also uh, celebrate their success when they, when they achieve something. But if there's no walls, you can't figure out what happened. You can't figure out who made it better or who made it worse, and you can't improve your organization. The opposite extreme is when all the doors are locked. This makes me cringe. This scares me every time. The common uh, responses to the locked doors is, uh, is no one understands what I'm doing. No one understands the problems I'm facing. Uh, a lot of people that tend to lock the doors in their room quite often are overworked. And this is something I've seen consistently for the last well, almost 20 years is the people with locked rooms where no one's able to come in, no one's able to even help or assess their work, are locked down, and um, those people are often overworked. Their solutions are often focused on, I can solve this, I'm not going to get anybody else to help. Uh, so all I'm trying to do is lay out the two different frameworks, or, or frameworks to understand that structure, I hope that gives you a little bit of clarity because for me, what it's done is it's allowed me to be like, okay, so what does this portfolio room look like? Does it have, are the doors too big, too much in engagement, not enough ownership, are doors too small, not enough engagement and too much ownership? Uh, is there like, what is going on between each of these workplaces? I, I can tell you for me, when I came up with this last night, I was so excited I had to share it with you. Uh, but for me, this has added an incredible amount of clarity and at least a simpler way to understand that framework so that you get somewhat of an idea of what you're looking at so that you can figure out how to fix it and do a little bit of remodeling in some of those rooms that need it.
Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.